Good morning. Today's date is April 1st, 2019, and this is the Hello Rookie Podcast. What up, Chris? How are you doing? Great, man. You? Not bad at all. Today we're going to talk NCAA March Madness Final Four 2019. Michigan State Spartans, the Texas Tech Red Raiders, the Auburn Tigers, and the Virginia Cavaliers are left. Virginia plays Auburn at 6.09 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on CBS in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Michigan State plays Texas Tech at 8.49 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, also on CBS, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Let the opinions fly. All right, you want to start with Auburn, Virginia, since it's the early game? Sure. Um, so this game opened uh, Virginia minus 5.5, and, uh, and there, I think there was just a bunch of people that were waiting and thinking no matter what, they're going to hammer Virginia at the opening line because a ton of money came in at five and a half on Virginia. Almost pushed the number to six in a bunch of places. And then it just went the other way. Like all the money right now is on Auburn. Um, I think uh, I read somewhere that it's 80% of the bets as of right now are on Auburn. Um Plus the so the money it, it then dropped to five so the current spread is Auburn plus five, um, with eighty percent of the money on Auburn. Um, but they also like I'm I'm looking at Bavada right now and they moved the juice on that on the Auburn line to minus one hundred five so there's a chance maybe that they think that's going to go back up to five and a half. That's interesting. Yep. Um, the lines were so off. <laughs> oh in yeah. The well, yeah. I mean, well, the lines have been re- so. Yeah, Vegas. I think Vegas has done good, done well this this season or this. I guess this March Madness um, totals. Have you looked? So totals so far twenty nine, twenty nine, and two. Like they've just been right on in terms of over unders. Um. So, anyways, yeah. So it's it, as it sits. It's it's Auburn plus five. I have I have a strong opinion on this one. Uh, and not so strong of one on the other game. But what what do you think oh. on this one? You like Auburn or Virginia? I mean, I like Virginia, but like, you know, I like Duke too. <laughs> so it doesn't mean <laughs> anything. But uh, um, okay, so let's look at this. Auburn lost a key player, but it didn't seem to um, slow them down getting past Kentucky, right? Yeah. I'm, yeah. So the thing with Auburn right now, they only have two guys that score left on the roster um only two guys that have that averaged in double digits in the regular season are left uh with brown and harper and even in the last game i think brown and harper combined for 50 of auburn's 77 points something like that and then in the the production was balanced amongst the other guys that got minutes um but for the most part it's just those two guys trying to carry the scoring which i i think is a is a recipe for disaster against virginia who is the best defensive team in the country, regardless of what Texas Tech and Michigan and other teams have done this year. Um, And I mean, if you look at like adjusted defensive efficiency, Texas Tech is number one and and their defense has been great. Um, But I, I, I I mean, just year in year out, Virginia does it every single year. So I, I just, I'm still not sold that Virginia is not the best defense in the country again this year. How did Auburn get past Kentucky? Is Kentucky that bad, or is Auburn really on that well, huge of a of a run right now? Kentucky also doesn't have a ton of depth. They only have a few guys that can score. 
Um, Johnson gives him a little. Higgins can get to the paint, but he's not a, like an like an incredibly diverse scorer. Uh, Hero was, you know, he was one of the most aggressive high school players that I've ever watched. Um, but he hasn't like that aggressiveness didn't translate this year. He put up good numbers and he was arguably their, their most skilled offensive player, but yeah, didn't translate. And then, you know, Washington was coming off the bench and he obviously their best player is still 28 points in 37 minutes for him. Um, but yeah, not a great Kentucky team. Not, not terribly balanced. They were only playing, you know, six guys, um, double figure or double digit minutes. Um, so it wasn't like a an, an enormous upset in Auburn in one what however many games in a row, Pearl had him playing great. Obviously, they had added motivation because of the um, the injury. I, I don't think that was a crazy upset. I don't. I, I think they're going to get run out of the gym. Virginia's tough, man. They're really tough. You know. So yeah, personally, my money's on Virginia, but like, why not? I. I <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'd be down to see Auburn pull off a Cinderella story or continue it anyway. Yeah. I mean, it would uh, be, yeah, it would be one of the, like, to lose, to, to have little depth to begin with, especially in the front court, right? Like, the, um, the Auburn front court, like, you know, it was Okiki and nobody else up there. So to lose him and still make this run is insane to me if they keep it going. I just don't think it's going to happen. I I think that that number five is going to get to six by, by the time people have looked at what like Auburn's beat some good teams, but like what what this game, what this matchup is. Um, yeah, I mean Virginia is definitely the favorite. Like, let's think about this too. Let's not forget if Purdue's Edwards doesn't have forty in what ten or eleven threes, and yeah. some crazy ones, right? Like the bank step back three. Um, yeah, you know everyone wants to you know point to the end of the the game with Virginia and the craziness of the the Diakite uh, shot, but like Edwards had some insane moments in there to to even give Purdue a shot at that. Um, yeah, some lucky, without some lucky shots as well. Without that performance, um, yeah, Virginia Virginia wins by twenty. Yeah, minimum. Um, in terms of like efficiency, this is the game with the biggest gap as well. Obviously, it's kind of a cool Final Four because all four teams are in the top eleven in the country in offensive or overall efficiency. Um, Virginia is the number one team according to Ken Palm's rankings, and Auburn is number eleven. Um, but the the largest gap between any two units um, in the Final Four is this Auburn or this Virginia offense against the Auburn defense. Uh, Virginia is the number two offense in the country. Auburn is the number 38 defense in the country. Um, so pretty significant gap there. The second biggest gap I think is uh, state's eighth ranked defense against Texas Tech's uh, 30th ranked offense. So um, sizable advantage or um, yeah, advantage for both state and Virginia in terms of efficiency. Virginia is a team to beat in the final and the remaining four. And it gets much more interesting. Okay. Unless we have an Auburn Cinderella story continuum, it gets much more interesting in a Virginia versus Michigan state's defense or Texas tech's defense is much, much obviously more interesting and rightfully so. Yeah. You're going to see some low totals. And I I mean, to me, it's, it's 
odd that this number is moving away from Virginia, even though uh, Vegas set the total here at 130. So, like, they're saying it's going to be a low-scoring game, but didn't give an advantage, like a, a significant, significant advantage to Virginia in that setting. Like, in, in a low-scoring setting, there's no way Auburn can beat Virginia. Like, if they let their half-court defense set up and guard the three-point line, there's no way Auburn can score. And Virginia's got way too much depth in scoring. Um, you know, Guy's been on fire. Hunter's been on fire. Jerome had a big game. Diakite uh, is going to have an advantage inside. Um, you know, same thing with Key and Huff. And it's, yeah, it's a bit of a mismatch here. Let's talk for a second about uh, that Virginia guard, number 11. What the hell's his name? Uh, Jerome. Jerome. Yeah, the the point guard, yeah. So what year is he? Um junior? Yeah, tied yeah, he's a junior. That kid is a player. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a player. He had a, he had a big game. Like he wanted those shots down the stretch, you could tell. Right. Um Kyle the guy, the the other one number 5. Right. He's another junior. He um He's been the leading scorer all year, and he's been the guy that kind of has carried them in stretches with his shooting. Um, and then of uh, on the roster, I think DeAndre Hunter is projected to be a lottery pick, so he's kind of a forgotten man. And they weren't even playing him down the stretch of um, of the of regulation. Um, they went big with Salt. They put they brought Salt in, and they were playing Salt and Diakite, and then they were playing um, guy with. Uh, with Jerome and letting um, what's his name Clark run the point, so it's kind of an interesting team, right? That Clark is is the point guard, but not necessarily a point guard. Like Jerome plays a lot of point guard. I don't know. It's just a nice team. It's it's they've got experience and depth. They're well coached. And for a Virginia team to be the number one most efficient offense in the country, I I just it. You know, I've thought that they were the best team all year. Um, Who needs some serious credit from Auburn's roster? Oh, Bryce, Bryce Brown, Jared Harper. Well, Jared Who Harper are... for me is the guy that's doing everything for them. Bryce Brown's shooting the lights out. Um, but yeah, it's all about Jared Harper for me. Like you just can't stay in front of him. Um, yeah, he's a little maniac, man. Um. What do you have? 20, 26, 5, and 4, or something like that against Kentucky. Uh, he's way too much for Higgins. But, um, and then he didn't miss any free throws down the stretch. He, like, you know, you could see at the end they wanted to foul anyone other than him because he clearly wasn't going to miss a free throw. Um, but he did a good job of, you know, you just can't stay in front of him. So he's going to get the ball down the stretch and hit free throws. So, so if Virginia can hold him to under 20. Auburn's in trouble, but yeah, I mean, he yeah. shot hundred percent from behind uh, the free throw line. He had, I have it pulled up right here. Um, 38.9 field goal percentage, four rebounds, five assists, two blocks, three steals, um, and 26 points versus Kentucky. Yeah. I think he took like 18 shots. He's not a guy generally that they want taking 18 shots or he hasn't been, but he's going to have to. And I thought Clark, <laughs> I thought Clark did as good of a job defensively as you can on a guy that has 42 on you. 
in the NCAA tournament with yeah. uh, Edwards. He was he was in his pocket, man. Edwards is hitting some crazy shots. Yeah, I mean that's just one of those games. <clears throat> we I don't think we've seen too many of them in this tournament, but uh, one of those ga- games with one of those players that just flat out gets hot. Yeah, and it's fun to watch. Yep. Um. Yeah. To me, that's the easy one. That's that's you know if I was gonna put a lock on something, I would just I would lay the points even with uh, Virginia. Um, and then I would look to in-game betting as well. So, like, if Auburn started the game hot, made a couple shots early, and you could get even a better spread or, um, you know, you could even possibly get Virginia on the money line, I would uh, look at that in-game as well. Because I don't, I don't think there's any way. I mean, it's Tony Bennett, so maybe they do find a way to lose it, but I don't think there's any way they lose that game. Yeah. Um, all right, so the second game. Um, I don't think that line's moved three, I believe is what it's been at with as close as it is. I would consider just taking the three points. I don't know though. I just don't have a great feeling about this. Um, Texas tech is a three point underdog, uh, to Michigan state, but I do think, I do think state's playing their best ball of the year. Um, the issue with state is they only have six players. So, like, there's no depth, and there's a chance that Texas Tech just wears them out, you know. Let's let's throw this out there for what it's worth. Uh, we're Michigan boys. We both grew up in Michigan. We're uh, Wolverine fans. Michigan State is almost always viewed as a rival. Uh, with that being said, um, I both I was bowling for State yesterday. Obviously, Izzo has. Uh, quite a legacy and the Michigan state basketball team has quite a legacy as well. Yeah. Um, honestly, uh, I, I don't know, man, I'm thinking Texas tech in this one. Like, (laughs) yeah, state's got some real issues. Like they don't have any depth. Nick Ward, he, so he had to play Nick Ward because, um, Tillman got in foul trouble in the second half and he just, does, he's just not in shape and he was a guy that always kind of like was big strong but could move could shoot was you know in shape uh he's just not in shape and to beat duke they had some guys play out of their mind tillman was eight to 12 uh going to hit the crazy shot at the end you know, yeah he misses that, that a, three that was an insane shot yeah if he misses that three if Barrett makes the first free throw, so then he can just make the second and half of the, you know, the one and one, uh, or the of his two free throws. Sorry, it everything went states way down the stretch for for them to win that game. Um, I don't know. I just have a feeling Texas Tech can grind them here with no bench, like no yeah. bench. And what we've seen from Texas Tech's defense, I mean, that's the real right. insanity into the equation. Right. Like what they did to Michigan was absolutely unbelievable. And yeah. a lot of it, um, I mean, a, a lot of the reason for every team's success or failure in the tournament is coaching, period. But uh, the, the strategy put together by Texas, Texas coach against Michigan was absolutely genius. I mean, he had all those guys. Like his starting five was near following out um, 
at the end of the game. But that's that was the plan. I mean, they were they were there to play extremely aggressive, knock Michigan off the line, knock them off everywhere, <laughs> and they they achieved that. Um, yeah, their defense is absolutely insane. So I don't know. Michigan State has some players like there's no getting around it. They have some ballers. Uh, Texas Tech has one incredible baller that goes by the name of Jarrett Culver, who there's all kinds of articles out. Um, New York Post headline, Texas Tech's Jarrett Culver is enjoying Final Four run with uh, family. Um, there was another one about uh, Final Four trip even sweeter. Apparently he was uh, only seen as like a three-star recruiter or something like that. Did you come across that info? Yeah. Yeah, I've been a Culver fan since last year. He's smooth, man. I love watching him play. Super smooth. He takes. He's another guy that takes really tough shots and hits them. Um, but as far as the numbers go in this game, everything points towards State having the advantage. Um the higher higher efficiency rating considerably higher offensive efficiency rating a small advantage defensively to texas tech um and then strength of schedule is uh you know michigan state i think has played the second hardest schedule in the country this year um came out of it 32 and 6 versus texas tech you know kind of through the big 12 which isn't the toughest schedule um but you know texas tech you know they beat gonzaga that Gonzaga team is loaded. Every, you know, they have seven, eight guys on that team that can score. And, yeah, they shut them They shut them down. But, and they shut Michigan down. I, I, honestly, I like Texas Tech uh, in that. Um, yeah. Just I'm with straight. You. That's what I'm saying. I think, I think you have to take the points because you're getting three points yeah. from Texas Tech. So. Yeah. That's um, going to be a good game. That's a tough one to call. Michigan State come having a huge amount of confidence uh, knocking off, you know, Zion Williamson. Like, yeah. I mean, they got players. Xavier Tillman is a, is a baller. Uh, obviously, Cassius gives Michigan or State a huge advantage at the point guard position. Um, yeah, as good as, as uh, Moretti's been this tournament, you know, he's still kind of a – I don't know. There's nothing – there's not a lot there other than Culver. I think Moretti was like 10-2. and two. 10 points, two rebounds, two assists type of guy. Mooney, same thing, 10, two, and two. Those two have hit big shot after big shot. They can't get anything really offensively from Owens. He's kind of more of an energy guy. So they just, they are very limited offensively, Texas Tech. Um, so they would have to grind this win out, but they have been all tournament long. So Michigan State, uh, they are. They're going to have some confidence. They're happy to be in it. Texas Tech has been constantly undervalued, running through Gonzaga, running through Michigan. Both defensive powerhouses. It's going to be a scrum of scrums. And who is going to score in that type of defensive scrum? Yeah. Culver is going to score. Is McQuaid going to have 20 or more? Is he going to be able to get shut down? Who's, who's going to get hot for Michigan State? 
Yeah, McQuaid can hit tough shots. I think they'll have an advantage inside with maybe a slight advantage inside with um, Tillman and Ward and Goins. Goins will hit shots for him. I mean, it's just going to be a good game. I would take the points. Yeah. So in a game like that, I would take the points. Yeah, it definitely is the game of the night. Uh, deserving of the 9 p.m. slot. Um, that's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. All so, right. So fin- our, final what's, thoughts? What's the Hello Rookie final? And we're going to go... You just want to go on in, in on Texas Tech? Texas Tech, Virginia? Yeah. All right. Let's do I it. I like it. All right. And then we'll cover the championship game later, I guess. But we're, we're going to pick Virginia in that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it, I, man. I'm, yeah. Looking forward yeah. to it. All right. Total-wise, I think maybe Virginia over and under in the Texas Tech-Michigan State game. I'll throw that out there. I don't like getting into those, but okay. <laughs> Lay that out real quick. Uh, I would go under, or I would go over 130 in the Virginia game and under 133 in the Michigan State game. But yeah. Yeah. That, that's a fun, fun play. All right, that's all we have for today's ladies and gents. Thank you for your viewership, and don't forget to like, share, and or subscribe to Hello Rookie on your favorite platforms. Peace.